Welcome back to Therapist Watching Bravo. I'm your co-host, Amanda. And I'm your other host, Madeline. We are therapists, we are friends, and we love Bravo. Yes, we do. And we are home with Vanderpump. As, yes. episode ever. Episode four. Yeah. It's been a month, people. It's been a month of VPR. And honestly, I feel bad. I like came into Amanda's home and I was like, you know, I think, I think the, the last episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is tonight. I forgot. Forgot because I'm VPR blinded. We will though, um, whenever the Netflix episode comes out with Mauricio. What is that called? I don't know. Like a Mauricio show. It's like the <laughs> yeah, real estate show. Yeah, what is show. it? I don't oh, is know. it the real estate show? Yeah, it's like some. Uh, oh, buying know. Beverly Hills. <gasps> yes. Good job. We're gonna watch that though. Yeah, we're gonna watch or report live. Yeah, I just I feel like Beverly Hills has been a nothing burger. I just feel like nothing has come out of it. It's some of it's been interesting, mm-hmm. like just because I like that cast, but mm-hmm. like. I did see a little preview of tonight's episode, and it was like Erica Jane talking to Kyle, and it was interesting. So we'll bring that up next week. Well, if it's interesting, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll we'll bring it up next week. We'll circle back with Beverly Hills. I'll watch. I'll report back next week. But for this week, we're Vanderpump. Back to Vanderpump. Yep. Um, Also, we have our producer here. (laughs) Gardner, do you want to say hello? Hello. (laughs) And you may or may not grace us with your takes. Yeah. I I may have some takes. They they might be comfortable controversial but um you know it's just good to be here i'm glad to be welcome back and, we we uh, welcome back a, uh, welcome back gardner thank you for being here for those of you who don't know gardner uh gardner is a bravo husband to be you know specific it's amanda's bravo husband so yes. we're happy to have gardner here he's tell us the bravo shows that remind the audience what you're into with bravo like, what, what do favorites? you typically watch vanderpump uh number one historically oh yeah um, you're into below deck and then below deck more recently mm-hmm. um it might uh you know i don't know yeah vanderpump's king uh, <laughs> yeah you know, relatable yeah uh so yeah in jersey shore <laughs> just, honestly, <laughs> that's not bravo no i was talking about this bases. i told austin that you're gonna come on tonight and he was like what the hell and i was like austin you don't watch any of this and he was like i mean if you do uh love it was it married at first sight or whatever okay. love is blind uh, love is blind oh my yeah. god yes love is blind he's very into that right now i like love is blind one day i think we'll right. do a patreon i'm manifesting this one day we're gonna do a patreon and we're gonna do jersey shore love is blind all that stuff i've mm. told amanda that you know asked you guys about crossing like platforms but yeah I don't know. You know, it's just the name. We really just went down in the niche when we went therapist watching watching Bravo. Bravo. Like, we didn't do, like, reality therapist. Yeah, Yeah. like, we should have. But I guess we could branch out. I don't know. Yeah. We could could rebrand. We could. I'd be interested. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying. We like. Would you join us for Jersey Shore takes? Yes. It. it, In in Vanderpump offseason. Yeah. Jersey Shore rewatch. Did Jersey Shore blow your mind? Uh, yes me too <laughs> I, I was calling my friends every week yeah but it was relentless it was just so good so good <laughs> magic you you both say cabs are here cabs are here and people listening if you have any feedback on other reality shows that you want us to cover that you think would be good material for the pod let us know we'll do it we'll do it i don't know we're just we're just out here. We're con- content creating. Oh, I do want to say Summer House is starting either this week or next week, oh, which wait. we will also be covering. I cannot wait for that. It's going to be lit. Lindsay and Carl breaking up. I am here for it. I know. I'm so intrigued because last season I was very on board. I was like, even though it was kind of chaotic. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of thoughts there that we won't get into tonight. But next episode, I will be getting into that because 
It Hell was a yeah. lot. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Amanda, how are you doing? I am doing great. Have you been watching anything other than VPR or has it been strict VPR diet? No, life has been wild. Wait, have I been watching something else? Yes, we are watching Yellowstone. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, that's my next <laughs> oh, watch. Yeah. That's it's my next watch. Fucking crazy. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> Honestly, it's like a it's like a drama, so it's like a little like a reality show. It's wild. Like violence, sex. Um, Kevin Family. Costner talking in a way you can't understand. Like the worst Family. writing you could possibly the worst imagine. Writing. It doesn't really? make any sense, but like the, okay. the Family drama views of Montana and Kevin Costner and like the acting is really good, but like the just like it doesn't make sense. I feel really validated by you saying the writing is bad because I have like wa- tried to watch one time and I was like, what is this? Because yeah. it felt kind of cheesy, but I really want to watch it. I know, I know I'm going to be in love with Rip. I know it. Oh, yeah. I'm in love with Rip. Yeah, himself. like I think also, it's just like it's canon. Low key, like a little Casey. Like oh, I, I would never, I, I would never really want to be with a Casey, but like you're kind of into it. <laughs> his, the, his wild <laughs> ruggedness. Yeah, no, I mm, a cowboy. You know, get that, out of town. You, you have some wild ruggedness. That's why I married you. Wow, that's what people say. That's yeah. what the people say about Gardner. <laughs> some people say they should have been a, car- a cowboy, and Gardner just was. <laughs> So that's great. <laughs> R.I.P. Toby Keith. <laughs> My mom has been actually very sad about Toby Keith. Like she she's been calling me about it. She's like, are you sad about Toby? <laughs> she's been calling you. I know. I know. Oh, I know. she's grieving. I know she is. We that was my first concert. Oh, wow. yeah. It's emotional for Rascal you. Flats opened. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. I know. I think I was literally six or seven, but Yeah, it's that's fine. like what I would picture for your first concert. Oh, yeah. In Alabama, get out of here. That was, that had to be it. <laughs> Classic. Anywho. <laughs> Shit. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. Oh, I've been meaning to tell you, I've started Married to Medicine. Oh. Wow. Wow. I first have heard all, it's so good. Oh, it's, good things. it's so good. It's set here. I was not aware what yes okay so like they're like some of the women on the cast are doctors yeah and like some of them are married to doctors yeah and it is and some of them are dentists and then the doctors will be like you're not a real doctor to the dentist which is savage and you can't say that but they do and it's wild it's really really good two of them are OBGYNs. Mm. it's really interesting okay and they are savage like savage deeply like it's awesome after Yellowstone, honestly, what are I just watched the current season, and you you get it, you know you don't I don't think you have to watch it all. No, but I might go back and watch it all. Who knows? All right, that's me. Noted. Other than that, I'm good. <laughs> We'd be good. We'd be good. Let's jump into VPR. Let's jump into VPR. Um, okay, Madeline had a great first point. Of... <laughs> In my notes, I literally wrote down, how does 12, da- 12 towels equal $2,000 LMK? I love that he had to think about it. He's like, I got like 12 towels. <laughs> it was cute watching him host his first little party at his new house. It was. Go James. You texted me this, and I thought that this was really interesting for yeah. our Enneagram folk. Amanda thinks that he's a seven wing eight. Do elaborate. Well, I thought I'm not I'm not firm in that typing, but I thought Enneagram Seven because he is so like adventure seeking, yeah, thrill seeking, like jumping his DJ his stuff, roof. jumping off the fucking roof, which gave me a heart attack because I'm like, that's a little ass pool. No, it's a little pool. You're a tall person. Mm-hmm. 
that, that's a big jump. <laughs> it's just going to break your shins. Didn't like that. Didn't like the spin moves either. No, but I thought he <laughs> was a seven wing eight because also like he's like loud, commands a room. Like he's got that giant personality. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my like initial impression. Oh, seven I totally wing see eight. that. And he can be like activated in the words of Lindsay Hubbard and can like go in on somebody. Yeah. So I could see the eight wing. Yeah. Speaking of someone with an eight wing, you can get a little spicy. Yeah. Yeah. I got to think more about his like motivations and like his fears. Yeah. Um, I also want to look up like what Enneagram struggles with addiction the most. Isn't it? Oh, it's a seven. It's a seven. Gardner, mm. are you a seven? I am a seven. Oh my gosh. We have a resident seven here, everyone. You're yeah. not an addict, but you no. you can <laughs> Garner's not an addict. <laughs> but you can be like intense about stuff. Yeah, I get I get into hobbies and yeah, I I get the pull. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what's the pull? Sure. Just like when I find something I really like, oh, like I'm yeah, like, you know, you go. Oh, in. Like I get invested in. I see, it. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. What's your wing? Um. I don't know. I, I could almost see it either way. Yeah. But probably not. Eight. I'm kind of in the camp that you can have a little bit of both. Yeah, I, I, I think that way too. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think like in different situations, different parts of life, you can wing each way. Yeah. Okay. Which means if you don't know the Enneagram, you can just take on the e- attributes of the number next to you. And it can only be the number next to you. Yeah. Don't get crazy. But the arrows too. I know, but that's... If you're just... Being introduced to the Enneagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. the area, the well, arrows will really lose somebody. Yeah. They're like, okay, that's too much. We're gonna, yeah. we'll do that another day. Me, yeah, yeah. What we talked about doing the Enneagrams of Bravo forever ago. I still think we should bring that back. We will maybe We're after back. all this when it slows down. Yeah, off season. Off, off season. season. As I love that term. Um. Okay. I thought the pool party was very cute. Very cute. I loved Lala and Schwartz's talk. I did too. I thought that like Lala was like the winner in this episode for me in the sense of like she was really self-aware. Like I think she's trying to like slow herself down and not be so reactive. Yeah. And you could tell she's like trying to be introspective and I love that she's like vulnerable and sharing it even if she can't always execute. That's like really normal when you're trying to figure out a new thing about yourself or like learn a different way to be. But I really liked when she, it's, this isn't at the pool party. I can't remember when this was, Yeah. but she was talking about her figuring out her anger. And she, cause she's like, I don't want to just like be coming for people and be so angry or like crying in a puddle. Yeah. And she needs to learn how to kind of be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I like love that. And I like related to that. I don't, I'm not, as angry as all like if all is a 10 maybe I'm like a five right but I related to that of like at some point in my life like a couple years ago of wanting to drop that and to let stuff go and to like have more fun yeah not being the extremes it's like you don't have to be crying or yelling like we can slow it down before it gets to that level I talk about this with clients sometimes it's like what is your threshold to where the lid blows off it's Mm -hmm. like if you're a seven how do you stop yourself at a six and yeah and I think she's like on to some important things of like not wearing her trauma as a badge of honor yes and understanding more about her trauma and I think that'll help her feel like less extreme and just more in the middle yeah I really thought that that phrase was interesting I thought that what I took from that was like I'm not gonna over identify with my trauma anymore is that what you took no okay but no 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 you tell me yeah no I was thinking like it sounds like I'm not gonna like make this my identity and I'm not gonna be reactive from this place forever that's what I heard her saying what did you tell me what you thought I guess like when I got confused when you asked the question because I was kind of thinking about it of like 
she wore it as like she survived and is like oh. fighting for her kid. That like, makes more but sense. I think <laughs> no, but I think that's what she like used to do, and yes. now she's saying I don't want to wear it like a badge of honor. Like yes. I don't need to be this warrior anymore. Which I think I think we're talking about the same thing, just two sides Dude, of the coin. Totally, I agree with that. But I like that she's like wrestling with that and working with that. I just thought that that was cool. Yeah, and, like reason number like whatever. I don't. I mean, we're not here to diagnose. We don't do that on this podcast. But if I could anti-diagnose, I don't think she is a narcissist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't see that because she has the self-awareness and like... And she's introspective and soft and like wanting to see other people's points of view. Yes. And it's not always like about her and like wanting to help James and... Yeah. And can take feedback. I mean, she gets heated and she might like... Or she... And she's like been really like warming up to Sheena for like a long time now. And like really on her side and... I, I, I'm really liking Lala this season. She just looks stunning. She looked beautiful at the pool party. She was glowing. God, I know she was. I just think people get too like loose with the term narcissist. I'm, I know we talk about that every now and then. Yeah. I just get kind of sick of people just saying that. Cause I don't even, I think we're starting to like lose what that means. I know because it's like a very like one to 3% of the population, no, you know, it's literally, not really... it's not like everybody's a narcissist. Yeah. Like. And it's not like if you like yourself, you're a narcissist. Right. Or like selfish. Like it doesn't make you a narcissist. Yeah. We digress. We digress. Um, But I really liked her and Schwartz's conversation. And in the after show, the Vanderpump after show, she was talking about just like wanting to listen to him and kind yeah. of like open up her heart and not always be like, well, we all got shit going on. And I thought that was like a cool tool for disarming your anger yeah like, like she listening. definitely empathized with him and like yeah. she was like okay i'm gonna like take your position for a second like this has been hard for you mm-hmm. and you've been going through a lot and i thought it was really sweet when she's like i wish people treated me that way when like i lost my dad and when i was going through stuff yes yeah seriously empathy empathy we need that opposite of a narcissist she said something else i'm trying to look in my nose oh she said like I loved her having the self-awareness to say, like, okay, I think it used to be my superpower to call people out, and now I need to practice forgiveness. Um, I thought that was, like, a healthy, like, and you can have a healthy balance there. Like, it's not like you can never call people out, and it's not like you always have to forgive. But I think I like her, like... that's not your job. It's not your job to do both all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting that she was... I just, I like, I see she's working. Her little gears are turning. We're enjoying it. It's a lot of introspective points. Yeah. Good for her. We like Lala. And that's, we talk about like the work, like that's what that is. That's the work. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't all, it's not linear. It's just these like spotlights of information yes. that are like starting to get connected and make sense. And, yeah. and looking at things that like might not necessarily like put you in the best light and like, might be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and like working with that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the work. I also thought Lala and Chores had a little bit of a connection. <gasps> like sexual energy? No, just like a charisma i don't know oh that's a riz fest like between the two of them like yeah. he is like he's the riz master as someone who has met him yeah you're oh, right holy moly he is a riz master it is insane mm-hmm. it's like but that's what he deals in he deals in vibes he deals in rizzing like mm-hmm. that's his that's his shtick mm-hmm. and he's it good is. at it it's very natural to him but she also has it too i know so they just like it was kind of fun to watch them vibe I know. I I liked it. I was like, why have we not been friends from the get-go? I was into it. (laughs) I was too. Like, I, I, I want, we were talking about this earlier, like, I want Schwartz to, like, 
in that conversation, I th- you could see, well, number one, actually, I thought it was hilarious when he was like, you could tell that he was like, oh my gosh, like I'm, someone's not attacking me and like, I'm off the hook. Like, this is so nice. He's eating it up. Like you could, yes, he's eating it up. You could see the relief on his face. Like it was so funny. Um, but also I wish he would apologize and take some accountability for like covering up what happened and just kind of name that and be like, look, I know what I did was shitty. I'm not trying to act like it's not. And this is my friend. I don't want to abandon him. Yeah. Like, I wish there was a little bit of that. Yeah, I wish he owned up to that, like, a little bit more. Like, I did cover up for them. That was shitty. I didn't know what to do. I was going through a hard time. Like, if he just kind of owned up to it, like, people could let it go. Yeah, I think so. Because I think people want to be friends with Schwartz. Like, you could kind of People like him. Yeah, people like him. And the Katie and Ariana dynamic is really interesting, I think. Like, they're kind of, like, in a little echo chamber over here. And, like, people are, like, you can tell Sheena feels very torn, too, between the two of them and then, like, the group and, like, Sandoval. Oh, she's, like, Sheena's inner conflict of life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Also, y'all calling her Shiana is the funniest thing. Amanda and Gardner will refer to her as Shiana, and I just think that is hilarious. Gardner came up with that. That is how it's spelled. I just speak, you know, phonetically. That's right. Shiana. Shiana. hilarious but you could see like how torn she was and like i saw like the people pleaser ness of her is she a three speaking i know we're talking a lot of enneagram this episode oh image conscious yeah yeah i could see it a three wing two yes and i could see her going to nine and stress and like yeah. being like peacemaking and like trying to like smooth everything over yeah when it's like just take a step back and three does three go to six too i also is, think yeah oh. she strikes me as very six. Yeah, she could oh, be six yes. too. She could be a six. She's in that little triad. I, I think. think threes can suffer with OCD too. Oh, interesting. So, I loved her opening up about that. I, I love that, that too. I just love, I love that she's talking about that. Yeah, it was really nice because people don't talk about postpartum enough and how no. hard it is and the struggles and then you feel crazy like she said. And all the different flavors of postpartum. No. You know, like there's just like so many different things that go on. And so I just, I really appreciate her doing that. She's my favorite. That, please explain. Gina? <laughs> yes, please unpack this I story. like Gina. You, she's, she's my favorite uh, of the female characters. Say or, uh, say what she is. Uh, she's the goat. Gina's the goat. I, I just feel like I agree with her. Like, every time she's getting in <laughs> arguments, especially, like, when it's girl-on-girl arguments, and, Ooh. like, um, I don't know what season that was, but, like, when her and Katie had a huge falling out, I thought, yeah. they, I thought like, Katie and, but really, like, the whole... Like when Girl Katie and Stassi and Kristen would, sne- would team, team up yeah. on her. And I, was, I was sick of it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, they do, they do team mm-hmm. up. I, my theory is, and we, I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast, but we've talked about this. Like, I don't think guys like Katie, at least the guys I know. And like, I think it's because she has this like bitter, like comes off bitter. Yeah. And like. I, maybe that's part of it too. Like Sheena does not come off like that. She's always trying. In no. happy and wants everyone to have fun. Yes. And that is like connecting and people can like get totally. on board with that. Whereas Katie is quick to shut someone out. And I think like that's just like not a warm energy. <laughs> and I yeah. think, no. I, I don't know if I'm over generalizing here, but I feel like the guys I know are like turned off by that. Like if it's not like an open, warm energy and it's like a I'm judging you kind of energy. I... Definitely am. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you guys not feel that way? I Is think, it just a guy thing? I think I, it's... I think I understand it. Like... Same. I understand her feelings, but I also wish she would work through it and drop the bitterness and the anger and, like, 
some of the feelings towards Schwartz because I think you're divorced. You don't have to deal with that anymore. I know. You know, she just never looks happy. And not that women have to be happy and smiling all the time. I don't right. mean it like in a sexist way. But yeah, I mean, just holding on to the anger just poisons you. Back to what I was saying earlier of like, just poisons Lala, poisons me, poisons Katie. Right. It just drags you down. That's a good point. And not that you're wrong for feeling angry. You're allowed to feel that way. But like, you have to realize the impact it has on your life. Yes. And yeah and work with that yeah i i agree i think i empathize with katie more for like the attitude she had when she was with Schwartz because i think she went yeah. like she felt unheard yeah. like it was just like the same fight over and over and i think that was just like her dynamic in the relationship and i really empathize with Schwartz being so cutesy and puppy dog like with everyone else but treating her the worst yeah and, like that is such a difficult dynamic totally like i i i think that's what i empathize with her the most yeah. when she's wearing this like persona and this attitude now i understand it a little bit less you know like it's like i'm like uh i don't know like i don't know what that's about i just don't think you're divorced be divorced right let it go yeah you you chose to leave him that was a great decision right like enjoy not being with him i know but we're we talk about this a lot it's the show i think it's because like i think in real life she might have separated from him and totally yeah they really can't all fully detach from each other true good point creating this toxic thing that we're watching on television yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of toxic (laughs) (laughs) i could not get over sandoval acting like saving himself for rachel was like such a wonderful thing of him to do while she was in the mental health facility and how tortured he was that she kept extending her stay to like better herself after like the crisis of the year. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm like, you don't get a medal. Like, no, I I hate to be this way, but I'm gonna be a little messy with this, but I feel like there's no way he hasn't been hooking up with other people while she was in treatment. Am I, I wrong? I mean, he Am was I wrong like, for that? On his like road tours, I think pretty I'm pretty sure that was happening. Like he was yeah. doing his shows like while she was in the treatment. I mean, I if I had a bet, I would bet he probably hooked up with someone. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. We don't know. I know that's not really therapeutic or clinical. That's just my personal human stance. I'm just like Gardner, do you have a thought? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you concur. He's out there. Doing whatever. <laughs> doing. And like... And there was pictures of him with like other women. Like I think like in Texas or something like that. Oh uh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember like all the details or the timing of it. Or like when it lines up with him and Rachel. But I don't know. I mean if your partner was like struggling. Like you should just be supportive. And it's not a big deal that like you would just be supportive for a couple of months. Yeah. I just... I get tired of him acting like he's this hero. <laughs> I also think he had it confused with... He was saying being in love with her was so addicting. Yes. And while like the initial part of falling in love, that honeymoon phase is like, makes you feel high. Yeah. I think he was addicted to the thrill of the secrecy, the yeah. thrill of the affair, how hot it is to be having a secret sex. Right. Like, I think that's what right. was addicting to him. Yeah. Like, I don't think he was addicted to Raquel. Having someone interested in him again. Yeah, no. Yeah. I totally get that. I think that's exactly what it is. Because it just didn't give me, like, I mean, he doesn't strike me as genuine a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's moments with him where I'm like, okay, that's you. But, like, stuff like that, I'm like, all right. Like, come on. I just couldn't with that. 
I think, like, anything else about that point? No. I think the other side of Tom, though, that, like, I really agreed with Lisa on was, like, stop attacking him. Yeah. Like, drop it. He did a bad thing. He cheated. Like, that happens. But, like, drop it. You know? We don't need to keep... I mean, we're talking about in a podcast. But, like, his friends, (laughs) like, need to stop going after him. Yeah. And stuff like that. I agree. And then I also think it's hard because he makes it hard to drop. Yes, he does. You know, he shoots himself in the foot there. Yeah, and I think, like, I bet it's hard within the group because of this, like, nationwide mob mentality. And, like, if you're empathizing and sympathizing with Tom Sandoval, it's like, what are you doing? You're just being spineless, like, blah, blah, blah. Totally. And, but, you know, I think there's, like, another point there. I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting when Lisa was talking to them. And I felt kind of a few different ways. Like... One, like, I see, like, you should help your friends, you know, like, be there for your friends. Absolutely. And first of all, like, don't hurt them. I think that I agree with what you were saying. Like, do no harm. Do no Stop harm. attacking. Like, like, no need to hurt. Um, but the other side of it is, like, you can't save him and from himself and, like, you can be there and don't hurt him. But, like, it's not like this is just a blank split blank slate of a person that has done nothing and has no dynamic in this group. Yeah. Um, I appreciated Lisa advocating for someone that's depressed though. I think that's like what needed to happen. Totally. And you could see like it affect Lala and Sheena, Shiana, whenever they were having that conversation. <laughs> it did. And which it should have. Which it should have. I, I, I like that because they kind of came in pitchforks in hand and then they were like, okay, like we should soften. And that's a good response. Totally. And that's same in the same breath, like you, like, he has to help himself. He's not coming to them for help necessarily. I don't know. I feel, like, a few different ways about it. It's definitely not fully black and white, but, like, absolutely don't do any more harm. Well, I think that there's, like, different, I don't know, I don't know the word, phases, stages, yeah. ways of supporting someone going through something like this. Like, you know, do no harm. Don't attack. Yeah. Like, those are more basic levels. And then I think it gets tricky because he's hurt them. Yeah. But then you want to be there for someone when they're going through something, but he hasn't really made that easy for people to do, nor has he asked for help or said, I'm struggling. He hasn't done enough at all. No, I agree with that. So it puts him in a a tricky position. Right. To... And if he called them in a crisis, like, you absolutely show up and respond. But, like, if you're not really talking, he's not saying he's struggling Struggling. or talking to them. Like... I don't know. Yeah, I get it. And, like, Sandoval's citing both of their podcasts and, like, them playing those clips. Did you pay attention to that? Yeah. I thought that was interesting. I mean, part of me is, like, okay, you can't expect them to not have any reaction. This is, like, such a big thing. Side note, did you see him compare it to O.J. Simpson and George Floyd? Oh, no. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm talking about. Shooting himself in the foot. Like, just every time, like, every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, stop talking. Stop talking. A murder? And then huge racism yes. that started a movement in America. Right, like, those are not the same. Oh These are not the God. same picture. I could not handle that. I was like, that Scandival is absurd. is not the same. No. Not even close. Not even remotely. And it's stuff like that where it makes it impossible to, like, get close to him. I know. And connect to him. I know. It's just, like, just when I want to empathize with him, he opens his mouth again and says something like that. Yeah. Like, and I want to empathize with him. Like, I really do. I'm tired of being on the bandwagon. I know. Like, and I think, like, segue, like, I think, like, Ariana, like, 
I think we're all going to get tired of, like, her attitude towards it, like, this season. I think we're already feeling it. Because, like, I was thinking of, like, the lake house that they're going to go to or whatever, manufactured or not. Um, She's, like, mad that people are being friends with him again. But, like, she can't control that. No. She has the right to not go or to not engage or whatever or say, like, hey, can we, like, flip-flop who comes when or something like that. Right. they're just having fun with him in a lake house. Like, whatever. I know. It's like, I don't know. In real life, I think there's, like, a different dynamic that would happen. But, like, you're on a show. Like, you can't expect... Like, you knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And, like, you can't expect your friends not to be part of the show. Yeah. That you're all on. Yeah. Like, not everybody gets to opt out. <laughs> like, people are on the show. And I feel like Ariana forgets, like... Because Sheena was struggling, like, this episode of, like, kind of wanting to be friends with Sandoval. And... He didn't do it to Sheena. No. Like, he didn't cheat on no. Sheena. Like, yeah, he said some terrible things, so she, whatever, that's, like, kind of par for the course for yeah. this group of friends. But, I don't know. I, but at the same, in the, in the same breath, I'm like, okay, if I was Ariana and it, she knows my best friend, like, I would be frustrated too. But totally. But, like, the, and you've named this before, like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, people trying to control other people in this season and it's like you gotta let people do their own thing ariana's not saying sheena i hear you i care about that but my feelings are still gonna be like really hurt i'm still in a really fragile place like can we wait on this i would understand that and i you know i get you wanting to be friends with them but i just can't really deal with that right now like can i have some more of your support support that would be totally different yeah because her feelings are always going to be valid what are your thoughts on that gardner uh, How are you feeling, like, personally watching this? Um, I I feel a little, like, I guess tired of um, the storyline. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, but, like, more so, like, I, I guess, like, Ariana and Katie's attitude. But, like, as we talked about a little bit ago, um, that, you know, not that much time has passed since everything went down. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the viewers, a lot of time has passed. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like for us, we've been hearing it. I don't know. I think I was just trying to like keep that in mind, but um Yeah. Well I feel like it speaks to the point of like Sheena is trying to hang out with him really quickly. Yeah. And understanding Ariana being upset about that, just the way when you're trying to control someone, that's never gonna work. No. That's never, never gonna be good. It's kinda like, um, to throw back kinda like uh Stassi when St- Jack cheated on her and she was trying to get the whole group to you know, not hang out with Jax. Wow, what a good callback, Gardner. Yeah. I appreciate wow. that. Mm-hmm. Gardner knows his history. No, he's definitely Time a VPR is a flat circle. <laughs> VPR historians in the house. <laughs> I appreciate that. But that's that's a really good point. I think we've been inundated with this content. And like, whereas like for them, it's more yeah. fresh, like in the timeline of everything. I don't know. It's just... Also just generally side with Sheena. I yeah. love that you're back to Sheena is the goat. Yeah. That is like I don't know. I okay. I feel like she's. I feel like she's doing the right thing. I don't know. Like the alleyway conversation that she had with Sandoval, I thought like you yeah, know, she had her guard up and right. They Sandoval said sorry, I think, and like yeah. she kind of was hesitant but hurt him a little bit. Like I, I, think, yeah. I feel like that's fair and like yeah and i also think that's what makes it like hard for sheena of like she is sticking up for ariana she does not think what he did was right she is on ariana's side and when ariana like isn't seeing all of that and uh, sheena just trying to be a good friend the goat like it makes it (laughs) more 
Or she's Annoying. always getting yeah. Like she's always has yeah. the girls wanting her to. Or, D- yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. She's just like always caught but in between, and it's like that's a good point. Just leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> just just let her cook. Honestly, yeah. uh, that's a good point. She is very much caught between the boys and the girls of the group. Yeah. Like, and that's that's very true. I never really thought about that. Like, and I, I don't know. I appreciate her trying to bring the people together. I like, I'm always very sensitive to people, people pleasing tendencies on these shows Yeah. because I'm in recovery of being a people pleaser. Well, also, I mean, there's like stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about too. That's so true. Wanting more airtime, storylines, getting paid. I don't know. Stuff we just don't know about. There's always so much we don't know. Yeah. I thought I didn't, okay, we talked about this before. I want to bring this on the pod. I did not like when he was like you look like Shania Twain did we talk about that last episode I think we did a little I just the more I think about it I'm like you're that feels manipulative so I agree with you but I also (laughs) thought it was great like I felt like that was exactly like their relationship Sheena loved that he recognized that that is (laughs) that is the thing Tom is so good at and it was like put kind of back to Gardner you said like the fun part of VPR like they're so ridiculous like Tom (laughs) would know that right and I I enjoyed that part of it and I do think it was like a manipulation but also it could be that and I think it could be like him that's how he had fun with Sheena. Right, like, that's, he's trying to speak their language. I did think it was kind of like whenever you're in a fight with, like, your spouse or, like, your partner or whatever, and it's like, don't make me laugh. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> like, that's what, that was the vibe it was giving me. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> but I, when I was watching it as a viewer, I was like, don't manipulate her. Let her cook. Let her do her thing in the alleyway. <laughs> she didn't get manipulated, though. No, she didn't. She stayed strong. She liked the Shania thing, and then she moved on. And he was also spot on. He he really was. She did look exactly like that. So he wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think these are all our points. Oh my God. I do want to say Billy Lee in the ice um. bath. Y'all that, I don't know if that gave, please write in if that gave you the ick because it felt odd to me. Yeah. She was like, wow. <laughs> relax people do this every day i watch madison Lacroix do this on her instagram live all the time she'd be ice bathing she'd be dunking her whole head he didn't even get past his shoulders and she's like dunking her whole that whole head every day every pookie, morning pookie be doing it oh my god pookie be doing it yeah. <gasps> y'all another manifestation i'm gonna get pookie on this pod she's an atlanta girl pookie if you're listening we know you're listening come on the show we'd love to we'd love to have you you can be our next guest star <laughs> please dear god well, thank you, Gardner, for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks, Gardner. No problem. We love your hot takes. Yeah, we love to have them. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. A Sheena Stan in the house. Yes, that's right. Wait, to close, will you give us like a power, just off the cuff, power ranking Vanderpump, like your favorites? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Favorite people. Yes, um, favorite people. And it can be all time. Like, it can be like Jack, Stassi, yeah. all them. Okay. It's going to be a little hard, but um, all time. So just the whole body of work. I think yeah, the whole body of my work. My favorite is probably Ben Schwartz. Throughout, yeah. throughout the whole show. I just, yeah. you know, I yeah. just can relate to him the most. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel for him a little bit now with what he's going through, to be honest. But, yeah, it's um, a weird position. Anyways, Schwartz. Uh, Sheena, probably, number two. Um, God. Uh, <laughs> it might just be them. I know the, <laughs> I know the ones I don't like. <laughs> I used to like Sandoval, uh, no, but he's so annoying now. Like Jax. Oh, I hate Jax. He's the. <laughs> I, honestly, everything Sandoval's done, Jax is worse. <laughs> I swear to God, he's the worst. Yes. Um, okay, yeah. Um, Stassi. Stassi never really liked her, Katie. but but she, uh, you know, she's been 
lately, you know, in, in the later seasons, I think I was starting to like Sheena more. Never really liked Katie. I don't think I like hate her, but yeah, never my favorite. Sure, Ariana, I think I usually have really liked her. She might be number three, honestly. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Ariana. I like I'm just, I like it's just a, you know. What about now. James? Um, James, I really like James. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Put James three. I'll do Ariana four. I mean, it's um, a classic. More pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> and wait, That's okay. Politics. L- last thing I swear that I'm qu- oh. pop quizzing you on. Yeah. I want you to say your theory about Lala and James. Oh, gr- I'm glad you brought this up. Yeah. Um, th- I I see. I swear, like I think one day they will be together. I... That they are, you know, soulmates. I, I don't know how to feel. How do you feel about that? I feel I see the twin flames. And the main oh, thing is, like, yeah. they've never been single and sober at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way they look at each other when they're talking about their sobriety and their journeys. Yeah. Like, yeah. they have so much history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, you know, sorry, Allie, but gotta go. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I do be having chemistry. They do have chemistry. And just, like, a relationship that I think would be threatening if you were... Alley, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I get that. They do have like a closeness mm-hmm. and like, An intimacy. Hi- they highlighted that this episode, like how much they've been through together. Yeah, and, like it's it. Yeah, checks out. Yeah, interesting. I love that take. I think mm-hmm. I heard it some. Like I think a man was listening to like. <laughs> It might, it might have been Michael Rathbord on Sheena's podcast who said that. But like, I, that was a while ago, but like I heard that and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's right. breaking my brain. He's so accurate in You've that. been thinking about yeah, it. That's hilarious. Uh, well, I'm glad you brought that up because that was yeah, important. Had to, had to circle back. Well, not be surprised if Lala and James end up together. Like, when, like they'll be grandparents together. Oh, my God. You know, like, they'll have, like, different lovers, but then they'll, like, join together <laughs> later in life. <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> I, I meant they'll each take a lover and then they'll break it up and then they'll get together. I'm done. <laughs> okay, we gotta stop. Yeah, this has been great. <laughs> That's all we got for you. We're coming in hot with Vanderpump, Summer House. We love you guys. DM us with your thoughts, feelings, and observations. Yes, I'm gonna cover Beverly Hills next week. Yeah. So pink and whenever the Netflix things come out, we're gonna watch I'm, I'm here for that. All right. Peace. Um, Goodbye.